for the before and after show, that was our before and after moment. Hi, I'm Bram van der Groes, and thanks for listening to the before and after show. The podcast in which we are zooming in on specific moments in life that brought you further. My personal before and after moment was specifically last year when I was not happy in my job. Fortunately, I was lucky enough that CCV gave me the opportunity to figure out what I really like to do. I have to say it was quite a challenge and I had to do a lot of puzzling, but eventually I knew what to do. Make podcasts. Podcasts about personal stories, personal journeys, but most important, your personal events. These specific moments in life that brought you further. My manager loved the idea and said, go. So, enjoy this episode while walking, sitting, running, sleeping, or however you like to listen to podcasts. And let's start. Uh, in today's episode, we have two special guests, Jacob and Victor. Uh, they are both the co-founders of Sundo. And when I first heard from Sundo, uh, I was a fan immediately. And that is uh, basically because uh, I'm a ginger, redhead, light skin, uh, and I don't uh, really enjoy the sun as other people can do, uh, because uh, when I'm in the sun for five minutes, I, uh, I burn. Victor Jacob, welcome. Um, really uh, happy that you uh, joined the show. Thank you Thank very you. much. Uh, we're, we're happy to be here. Good to hear. Um, first, I'd like to start with some uh, yes and no statements, and uh, these statement w- statements will be discussed later on in the, during this uh, episode. Uh, and you can both answer, but you can only answer with yes or no. So first question, Victor, will you ever work for an employer again? No. And you, Jacob? Uh, it's easy no. Do you believe in the use of social media only for your marketing strategy? No. No. And the last one, do you still own Sundo in five years? Yes. Yes. And then a a bonus one for uh, the both of you. Uh, Are you familiar with the song from Bas Luhrmann, the sunscreen song? Yes. (laughs) Are you going to use it? Well, it's, a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's discuss that later on. Um, you are both the co-founders, uh, but you know each other for a long time, right? Uh, yeah, we we um, we were in the, the Boy Scouts uh, together uh, since since a very young age, six or seven years. Um, and we studied together in Ghent, different different schools uh, and different areas. But um, uh, you know, there's a lot more than the same pubs, <laughs> the same <laughs> extracurricular activities, um, sometimes during and sometimes after class. Uh, so we, we we go way back. And 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 is that in a sense a, a benefit to know each other for that long, or and, and to start a business together? Um, in my in my eyes, uh, it is. It's also it's also not not you know uh, much know how how this person thinks and and um, what are their areas of expertise. Uh, and you you have a level of trust, uh, which is nice to have. But you know, some other people said it's dangerous to to do business with your friends, um, which I can agree to to certain. Um, you know, extinct. But in our case, I believe, unless Victor uh, uh, feels other way, ways, um, that it is a plus side. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's nice you also dare to say what you think because you go way back and yeah, you need to hold back less. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're pretty straightforward with each other. Yeah. Yeah, there's a certain trust level already. And, and and did you always thought together or dream uh, of starting a business together or was this a coincidence and uh, just an opportunity which passed by? Um, I don't know. We, we, it's not like something we, we used to talk about. Uh, we, we talked about girls and, and, and having fun, um, <laughs> which was also important at the time. 
but um, uh, you know, it 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 happened uh, because we were looking for. I was already working with Frederick, our third partner, and we were looking for a good um, good profile in in software development. Uh, and Victor uh, is a software or or an engineer, uh, and we both Frederick and I thought about him uh, and he did a, an internship with us but uh, after a couple of days we already noticed that he did way more than than what the internship was about um, and he brought way more to the table than the software development uh, but also strategic insights uh, you know thinking about where the product needs to go because we were in that phase we were fully, fully uh, in development phase um, and still a lot of crossroads to, to pass. Uh, and Victor was a very um, competent uh, help in, in all those decisions. Uh, so that's when we decided pretty pretty early on that, that he would be a perfect fit um, who, who needed a co-founder role as well uh, in the company. We started Sundo more as a project uh, because we think it's a noble, noble idea. Uh, but then, yeah, we kept bringing in new ideas for, for the small spots uh, until we said, like, yeah, this can be a project anymore. We need to become a company and we need to work for it. Uh, so we had kind of developed that way uh, like that. Before you know it, uh, it's your it's not your project, but your job and passion and, and, and most important thing in your life uh, at the moment yeah uh, for you uh, Jacob uh, I think um, you already always had an entrepreneurial mind if I can say uh, because <laughs> I, uh, I we discussed this before but I know that you were selling caps for as an example in Egypt yeah. uh, <laughs> can you share something about that uh, yeah, so I've I've always I, I I've always liked the the idea of selling and 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 finding um, a, a fit for your customer. Like I've always liked the the idea of of being a realtor. I didn't want to become a realtor, but I like the idea of being a realtor. You know, not not to sell houses, but to find the right house for the client. Um, and I've always been been happy to think about that kind of stuff. And when I was a kid, when I was like 11 or 12 years old, I, I met a man who, who did a lot of business in China. Uh, uh, you know, met a man when you're 12 years old, that sounds weird, but he was a friend of, uh, of my parents. Uh, and um, so he did a lot of business in China. And um, he, he showed me a cap with ha which had a solar panel and a ventilation system worked inside the cap. And I loved it. You know, just like you, Brom, I'm a ginger. I'm, I'm, uh, I love the sun, but the sun doesn't love me. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and I like this project or this product. And I, I uh, asked him if he could buy um, some boxes for me. And he uh, bought a shipment uh, and I started selling them. And, you know, in Belgium, uh, first to friends, but also on, on um, um uh, these little markets we have once a year uh, where everybody can, can sell stuff. And then when we went on a family holiday to Egypt, um, I was a small guy. I didn't need, need a lot of clothes. So I packed some some of my caps and I started, started selling them, you know, at the pyramids of, uh, of Giza and, and, and all the, the tombs. Instead of visiting, um, I stayed downstairs and, and sold to the to the other tourists uh, <laughs> because I liked it a little more than, than the Peru, which is maybe a shame because it's a world wonder. <laughs> but, you know, you didn't know at that time, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you stopped. Uh, <laughs> you stopped that business after, right? Yeah, I, uh, I'm not in the in the solar cab business anymore. Um, I don't know how we, how the market is doing nowadays. <laughs> I haven't seen too many. <laughs> I think I sold one to to most of my friends and um, and and some family. Uh, you know, in, in Egypt it was funny. A little ginger man uh, between the other uh, more Egyptian-looking uh, marketeers. Uh, you know, 
it, it, it certainly was a unique selling proposition. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can always use it as a backup plan if Sunder doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope, let's hope it's, uh, it sticks with Stanley. <laughs> that is not needed, yeah. yeah. I, I, for you, uh, Victor, uh, do you have stories like that as a little entrepreneur or didn't you dream of becoming an entrepreneur? Mm, for an entrepreneur, I was more the the computer guy, so I spent a lot of uh, of my time playing Age of Empires, for example, uh, in my childhood. Uh, then, when I grew older, I started building websites and stuff like that for my own. Uh, and then, when I got to college or to the university, I decided to study computer science engineering. Uh, to become yeah a professional nerd i like to say uh, so yeah i took some some projects but not really like uh, like jacob not really the selling uh, i believe they were they might have more... been more profitable than than the cabs yeah. but, <laughs> but, but yeah you could have built a web shop uh, for the cabs for uh, jacob at that time yeah <laughs> perhaps later <laughs> yeah, exactly but you know um uh, i have a few friends as developers and i i always am fascinated about the things they can do you know uh, about developing uh, online things and um, they always have small projects but most of the time not per se commercial but just because of the fun of it you know to to explore or to experience a little is this the same do i understand you correctly that is this is the same for you uh yeah it's it, yeah I, I liked to take small projects and try them try to learn new things for my own uh, i think uh, jacob is the more more mar marketing mind and the more more set more a selling expert uh, so i think that's where we fit uh, good together but that's 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 the whole idea of the team uh, because I even have problems operating my email correctly, so <laughs> I wouldn't be the right guy to do what Victor does either. Uh, and it's it's crazy to me, you know. Now now I see when you're when you're so close on a project, and you also see these these sites that you 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 know you, you have practically zero knowledge about, which which is makes me respect um, all kinds of professions even more because you know. Uh, it's crazy how much there is to know and, and when you want to be as good in something as, as um, Victor and uh, Frederick are, uh, which dedication you also need to, to a specific uh, um, set of skills and, and ideas. You get to know each other in, a, in another way, maybe, because now you're friends, but now you're working together and you see other qualities of each other. And maybe you didn't see that one uh, in the beginning, or is that the case? Yeah, for me it is. Uh, you know, like if you see uh, Jakob, you know he's a, a great talker. I, I know him for, since he was a kid. Uh, it was clear back then. But it really impresses me how how good he is with people. And you know, when I hear him talking to people, I think like, oh, schmoot. <laughs> uh, it's very nice of you to say. And I don't want to, it shouldn't be a, a big round of applause for each other, but um, um, it's, it's, for me, it's the same. You know, I, I knew Victor was good in the things we wanted him to do, uh, but you, you can clearly tell he has, has other, you know, in, a, in the phase we are in, everybody needs to take on multiple roles. We, we, we are experts in a certain area, but that you don't have the luxury to stay only in that area. And, and, um, in that sense, Victor is a very uh, diverse uh, guy. You know, you're 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 even becoming a handyman uh, who's in, in production uh, uh, half of his time. Um, you know, those are those are things that um, are 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 cool to see that everybody is willing to explore more than uh, than their initial package, but it's also needed. So. We don't really have an option. So it's yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny because my next question would be would have been uh, if you could describe each other's uniqueness. But I think uh, uh, we already uh, uh, did that. But I was wondering what drives you and if that changed uh, when you founded Sundo. For me, what drives me is, is the game. 
the game of, of business. Uh, the, the, you know, what we're doing is we're bringing not only a new product, but also a new market. The, there are no intelligent sunscreen dispensers uh, and there is no market for it. And we are creating that market because we believe, we strongly believe that there's a need for the product. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy creating that market together with, with my friends and business partners. Um, and, and I do feel that's, the, that's, that's for me, the, the thing that, that drives me the most, that drives me the most, uh, um, way more than, you know, money is, a, is, um, is a, something that people associate with business. Uh, and it is a part of it because you need it to to grow your business. But I think for a lot of people who do this, especially startups, it's it's way more about the game than than it is about the money. Uh, you know, we are we're just trying to to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> so this this was the same before as after after you started uh, with. Well, when I was a, when I wore, I, I had the the fortune to, to work in two nice companies uh, before I um, started this, uh, or we started it, and um, and I I liked those those jobs, and there was the game of convincing the customer, uh, but it you know it's another level, it's it's on another level, undisputedly for me, other people might have the motivation to do it. Uh, always, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not. You know, uh, I wasn't the perfect em employee. I think, um, not a bad one. But when you see what you're doing now for your own company, it, there's a difference. You know. It's also for me. It's also the the appreciation you get for people from people. Like, in in my opinion, Sindel is a a very noble cause. And then it's really nice, especially now when we get some attention in the media and stuff. People come to you and they say, "Hey, really cool what you did, and it's it's a nice product." And that's that's yeah, uh, very very nice to hear and very cool to hear. Like, hey, I'm I'm doing something good, uh, and I don't want to be too dramatic, but it's kind of like in our way we're changing the world a little bit to make it a little bit better. So that's that's really nice and that drives me. Didn't you have that before uh, when you were working for employers? Uh, because you were developing as well, I guess. Yes, um, I've had the same, but now it's really, it's your business. Uh, before you, yeah, you could give your opinion on certain things, but it never really was your product. You you just helped. Now, now it's like, it's our ID, so we, we created it, we invented it, and so that's that's nice. It's more your, yeah, well, <laughs> as they say, it's your baby, and uh, you yeah. want to, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It, uh, it feels really... like it feels like your baby, at, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, don't, you both don't have babies, right? Oh, Only no. son, though. But yeah. but Frederick has two uh, two uh, sons. Oh, okay, yeah. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He probably put Sundo on the third spot. <laughs> <laughs> so there, probably. There, there he needs a little change. <laughs> no, 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 we like the sons as well. They're, they're good guys. Ah, but it's a nice thought, you know, that you are friends and family of each other. And I think that, that, that helps the business as well. But there is always a, I can imagine there is always a risk. And that is what you were saying before, Jacob, uh, about uh, working together or starting a business together with friends or family. Uh, uh, there are risks that it doesn't work out and then yeah you know that that relationship mm -hmm. doesn't work out anymore um, yeah. that is true but it, there's also a risk when you're not in business together that that relationships change you know everybody grows older um, I'd rather take the risk than that you have a, a close friend which you have a, a nice company with uh and and if you keep respecting each other even if the company doesn't work out you know uh i think the relationship can still exist um then then you know being afraid of of 
working with somebody that you know you respect and you know uh, will be a good a good addition. That's a great mindset. But we'll see. Maybe maybe <laughs> we'll hate hate each other in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Well, at least at this point is going well. So that's positive. And we live in it now, right? Right. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you both uh, already mentioned that you went to, uh, Jacob, you went to high school. Oh, no, to the university and uh, both to, and Victor as well. But you studied something different. After I didn't that, go to university. I did a, a bachelor's. College. Oh, bachelor's. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, after that, it was time to start working. So you didn't immediately start with Sundo. Um, what did you expect? from your career at that point? At that point, I was looking for a job which gave me um, some freedom, some opportunity to go abroad, uh, and, and uh, which I could learn a lot. You know, I always had the idea, before you're 30, you, you don't need to worry too much about your pay. You need to worry about what you, what you learn. Uh, not to say, the pay wasn't bad, you know, it was standard, market standard. Uh, but the company was was interesting and the people were interesting uh, and and that that was you know it was a good decision at the time um, I'm happy I made it probably would make it again if I was was back in uh, um, back in time uh, but uh, you know it I learned a lot of things and I hope that they're happy that with my passage there um, but now I'm I'm very very content with the, the jump we made uh, to start for your own. Uh, but I don't think that I would have been mature enough to, to do what we're doing right now uh, three or four years ago. Those first few years, um, for me at least, because I was still a, a big kid at heart, um, were really useful to, to learn how do businesses operate and uh, and all these things like overhead costs and and stuff that you you didn't exactly know what it was you learn um, you know you learn it on on somebody else's time and and on somebody else's budget if you if you need to figure all that stuff out for for your own uh, business then that's that's gonna be hard times I think. By the time I started working, I already was involved in Sony, so we're doing this for three years now, I think. Um, so I always expected like, yeah, or dreamed about one day, like, yes, yeah, Sundo will be perhaps uh, our company. Um, I didn't think uh, it, it was going to go so, so fast. Uh, but I always expected like, okay, I'm going to work four or five years and then we'll start with Sundo. Came a little bit faster, but yeah, uh, I'm glad. It was more like five, six months. Yeah. <laughs> Both worked already on Sundo. Eh? You started three years ago, but that was parallel with the work you already did. How did you manage? Uh, we didn't get much sleep back then, I think. <laughs> uh, we also did the on smetting cell project, so uh, yeah, uh, through COVID. Uh, and then, yeah, it was like, for me, it was getting up at six o'clock, uh, driving to Brussels, getting back at five or six in the evening to Ghent, uh, and working there till one, two or three uh, in the night. And then day after, getting up again at six o'clock. So that was quite hard. Um, I, I think that's the big difference. Uh, we get more sleep now. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we still need to work through the night, but it's a little less problematic if you're tired the day afterwards, because yeah. everybody knows why and, and understands. Uh, I had the, the fortune or, or misfortune, depends how you look at it. Uh, to actually lose my 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 job during COVID, um, you know, a lot of those, a lot of the employees got laid off. It was a marketing company. Um, these companies are 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 dependent of, uh, um, you know, a couple big campaigns. Uh, they lost those campaigns in the summer, 
uh, and decided to lay off uh, part of the workforce. Um, I was one of those people that uh, hurt my ego at the time. But um, other than that, it was a good good thing for us because somebody had to uh, uh, deliver uh, and, and, and work on uh, all those uh, disaffection polls. Uh, so you know, <laughs> it was a, it was a, a silver lining uh, to it. For us, it was a blessing. We were yeah. like, yes, Jakob <laughs> yes, is job. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it was also it was also a blessing. Um, you know, in hindsight, I'm, I'm I'm happy it happened, and it also pushed me more to the uh, let's let's make this jump together um, uh, moment in my life. Uh, so you know, sometimes. Stuff like that happens and it, it ends up being a good thing. Actually, it's the start of of the company, Sundu. So uh, Jacob lost his job and it was like, hmm, do you really need to search for another job or will we start yeah, working for Sundu now? Uh, yeah, that so was yeah, it's a, quite a uh, my parents were like, My parents were like, aren't you going to look for a new job? Uh, and and there was zero urgency in my in my mind because maybe you know you already kind of decided that we I'm not gonna look for another job anymore. Uh, but then I ended up doing doing it. I went had a very nice offer at a at a really amazing company that that I still um, still think would have been a good opportunity, but just not as good as as doing this. Uh, and you know the the guy of the company the, uh, also completely understands. He he started his own company as well um, a couple of years ago. And when I told him the reason why I wouldn't join in his uh, adventure, he completely understood. You know, there's there's a different a difference that he cannot um, make up with with wages or with with uh, other stuff. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of. Yeah, well, at least when you have that mindset, that's the beauty of starting for yourself, I guess. Um, but if you are really stuck on your wages and uh, all the things you get at your at your current job, that could be a bit harder. Um, Victor, I think you stopped a bit later with your work, right? Um, uh, you didn't have to stop due yes. to COVID. How was that for you? Uh, yeah, it felt felt good at first. Well, it still feels good, but um, I was, I remember there's one time I really panicked. I, I worked as a software engineer, so yeah, we have nice wages and I've had a, a nice car. And then we started to to work for Sundu and I needed to hand in my car. And that was like, I remember uh, Jakob drove me or we drove with two cars to, to Antwerp. And I was like handing over my car and I was looking at it and I thought like, hmm, it's a nice car. I had a nice salary and I I, I looked at, the, uh, at Jacob and he was like, ah, it's going to be all right. I thought, okay, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> but then I panicked a little bit. But, uh, I, I, and I just went to get lunch for us when you were, <laughs> and, and I bought these sad, sad sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> which we had to share and and, and our, you know the cars we we drive now are, are second hand old uh cars that that they they run uh, and and that's what they need to do um there's nothing wrong with them but you know it's not the german premium car you're you're, you're giving yeah. up uh I, I remember the look in his face but <laughs> it was yeah okay. i thought like damn it's a worldwide pandemic and i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start retiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know that those moments can be a motivation for for the future. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> at the moment I'm very happy with with the decision we've made. Yeah, uh, would yeah, like I said, I wouldn't go back. Yeah, you never regret it. No, not not the till now, not a single moment to be honest. For me, either. even when it's hard. Even when you're working in the night, uh, doing stuff that you don't necessarily like, but that need to happen, even then you're like, eh, part of it. It doesn't weigh out against all the, the great stuff that, that comes with it.
And, and I guess you, when you have a hard time, you can support each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, because most times when it's hard, it's hard for everybody. Yeah. Uh, because we have a philosophy, which I think is a very good one, um, in my humble opinion. But um, we believe that every problem we have is a problem everybody has. Like, if I have a problem on my side of, of the business, that's also Victor's problem. That's also Frederick's problem and vice versa. Um, so that's, uh, you can never say you need to fix this. Uh, and that's something that, uh, uh, that I do think is, is very important for, for our structure. Do you, do you, can you give an example of, uh, of a situation? Um, let's just say, um, that that you know it's more on a production side uh if if um frederick would say uh the supplier will not supply this uh, in time uh, it would be easy to say that's your responsibility that's your problem you need to solve it but it doesn't work that way uh, so so we need to look for a solution with the three of us we need to think about it. We need to think about plan B, plan C uh, together. Uh, and that's something, you know, that's a big luxury you're, you're missing. Uh, when you're in a bigger company, you have your own division and your responsibilities end and start within that division. Um, but that, that changed. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, you need to switch a, a little, little button uh, but I think it's a very good thing to, to do and I would recommend it to everybody who, who starts with several people uh, to have the mindset of, of every problem is also your problem. I guess um, it takes the stress away as well because you, you have each other's back. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need it as well because on a, in every division you're going to have trouble. Uh, especially, you know, you're going to have trouble in 10 years. So, so uh with this stuff, with, with, with starting a new product in a new market, obviously you're you're gonna uh, run into some some kind of trouble. Let's hope uh, it will take a long time. Well, maybe problems are, are good for the company yeah. as well, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're normal as well, you know. Yeah, so I think it's a it's a change in the mindset, right? Um, at one point, you made a decision to go and work for yourself and have the freedom and and also the problems for yourself but the benefits as well. But I do think that, you know, maybe we'll, we'll do, uh, uh, we'll work for people, you know, but we might, we might have a company that, that wants us to develop something, um, or, or, or have a consultancy part in, in a, in a company, you know, even when you work for yourself, you always work for somebody. The client is our boss now, you know, there, there's always the, it's never the full freedom, uh, but um, but I do think when you ask the question and it's a yes or a no, then then obviously it's a, it's a no. We'll, we'll, we'll not work for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, we talked a, a lot about Sando already, um, but can you um, tell us a bit more about this concept? What's the concept of Sando? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, so we we developed um, a smart sunscreen dispenser that we use um, to promote the the wear of sunscreen, to promote sun safe behavior. Uh, this device um, is made to to place in the public domain, uh, to place in your your beach clubs and your sporting clubs. Um, as well as on events. Uh, the device is a smart dispenser, so you put your hand in it, contactly, contactless, it gives you a portion of sunscreen uh, direct for direct use. So no microplastics, no single-use plastics. Um, you you um, use the sunscreen uh, as needed and you go enjoy your day and enjoy the sun. Uh, because we we are pro um, an active lifestyle, go outdoors, enjoy the sun, uh, just do it sun safe. Um, 
Uh, we are in the business of uh, producing, um, uh, leasing, renting, and selling uh, these devices called the smot spot and what's the uh what's the smot what's behind the smot spot <laughs> the words so i'll let smot. victor uh smot is uh smotten is the west flemish word for uh, yeah to apply sunscreen uh, so we thought it was kind of nice to have some west flemish in our products uh, but it also stands to be a little bit more international it also stands for skin matters over tan because yeah a nice tan is perhaps nice to have but your skin is more important and your health is more important but we would really like it if our our, our ambitions are uh, european or at least or, or global actually and we would think it's very funny to bring our small dialect uh of a couple hundred thousand people and sneak it in to the vocabulary of uh, of the world uh victor this uh, victor came up with the with the name and i was immediately sold i was even a bit jealous that that he came up with the name uh that that i liked so much uh you know company first not my not my ego <laughs> exactly no first fight about the small spot <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> I was really happy with the name and I still am. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it is a really good name and it sounds really, really nice and international as well. So I, I totally agree. And and for me, the small spot sounds like a smart spot as well. And I think that relies to the small spot because there is some uh, intelligence behind it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of intelligence behind it, uh, if I may say so. Uh, yeah, it's filled with, with sensors and like we have a uv sensor air pressure sensor and stuff like that so we collect all these data and send it to a server in order to collect information about when people apply sunscreen and perhaps more more important when people do not apply sunscreen uh, so that we can motivate people to tell them like hey the uv is quite high today uh, although you don't notice it because it's it's quite cloudy, perhaps uh, you need to apply sunscreen. Um, so this way we can yeah can inform people and motivate people to to apply sunscreen. We want to be a company with a purpose, with a cause, um, and the promotion of sunscreen in and of itself is a good thing. But we want to. Um, use the tools at hand in in our agent time which are our data collecting is so important you know when you measure stuff you you you, you get so much smarter and we want to really find out which are these dangerous moments it's the same for the netherlands i think as as belgium we have a lot of those days uh, with a high uv factor but a little bit of clouds a little bit of wind a lower feeling of temperature and and we collectively um, as a society we go outside and we get damage to the sun because we do not realize that also on these days we need to wear sunscreen so we're looking for those risky moments and uh, we're also looking at certain strategies to to um, apply nudging techniques on these risky moments so this summer, we're not only looking for the, the moment when we have the problem, but also for a possible solution um, for on these moments. So if you have a nudge that can be deployed on these moments, um, I do think you have a very, very strong story and uh, you have the possibility of have, having a, a huge um, positive impact on, on um, sun-safe behavior. So that's, that's what we're doing um on our own not 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 with the client or for the client but as a as a purpose for um uh for society and 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 uh the, the entire world in the future yeah that's a very important uh, uh purpose uh yeah well as a, again as a ginger i totally agree but uh, i am aware of it but I think yeah. a lot of people are not aware of it because they don't. We get are the burned. outliers. Yeah. We are the outliers. If yeah. we would do a statistic ana analysis about uh, <laughs> behavior and sunscreen, they would leave us out of it. 
<laughs> we're the one percent who does it right because we have to we have no choice so we are the one percent yeah yeah we, we are the one percent at least in at least in this uh, aspect we are yeah exactly um but how are you going to inform um uh, the people about that everyone has a skin type so we will uh yeah, provide tools for people to, to calculate their skin type. Such tools already exist. Uh, and then based on your skin type, uh, you need to apply more or less frequent uh, sunscreen. Uh, so at the side of the small spots, there will be a, a table which tells you, okay, with this skin type and this UV, you need to apply sunscreen, for example, every 36 minutes. With uh, this skin type and another UV, you need to apply sunscreen every 24 minutes. So we'd really like to yeah, inform people like, okay, what's your skin type? What's the current IV? Uh, you need to apply sunscreen now. We believe that there is a, a big part of the public is willing to showcase sun-safe behavior for them and, and their children. A very a large group of people wants to do the right thing but they often do not do not realize um, how fast you need sunscreen and how often you need to reapply so to inform these people uh, we, we we're gonna provide some tools um, but you know this is not something that we're gonna do only you know by by ourselves uh, the the data that we're collecting is going to be used in research. Um, we're talking with, with several universities, also universities from, from the Netherlands, um, to, to use this, this data that we're collecting, this unique set of data that we're collecting. Um, uh, and we're going to use it to, you know, share it with people that need to, that need to know and that can apply their knowledge to, to this data uh, to, to make good assumptions I know that the the um, IKKL uh, Integral Kanker uh, Liga from from uh, the Netherlands just released a plan uh, against skin cancer, uh, in which they they share a lot of values that we have, obviously, uh, and they also say they also showcase the importance of of uh, gathering insights. Um, which which we're trying to do of course yeah and, and um uh, to be clear you are going to communicate uh, this data uh, to the consumer via an app right as well yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and uh, the data for the universities yeah uh, they don't need the app for that you can just share it with them um mm -hmm. i'm wondering what is the the the, the business model then be, behind Sundo? Is it the data, or is it uh, uh, paying for every tap you you get? Or on one side we have the facilitator, for instance, the government, who says, "Okay, I believe in this project. I'm going to place some of these um, these these small spots in my area." Um, in and of itself, that should be an interesting thing for them to do because uh, studies show in Belgium, uh, but it, it should be comparable to the Netherlands, that um, every euro invested in skin cancer prevention, in primary skin, can skin cancer prevention, uh, saves them 3.6 euros in the future, that they do not need to spend on um, healthcare of people who, who get sick. So even without thinking about the people who get sick, but only about the economics of it, it already makes sense to do it. And then you're ignoring the, the human aspect, which you should not ignore. Um, so, so they are a part of, of uh, the people who pay. They rent or buy these, these devices. Uh, but we also um, have the possibility to um, work with sunscreen brands who use this on on events on festivals and stuff to showcase their uh, product to sample for for everybody for the public to sample their product um which is a, a better way of doing it than they are doing right now uh, now it's it's with a lot of microplastics it's with a lot of single-use plastics um there's a lot of sunscreen that that uh, doesn't reach the consumer um with the this 
classical way of sampling. Um, so I do think that we have a strong offer there as well. Um, the data, as we just discussed, the data for insights and, and the patterns, uh, we won't throw them for grabs for everybody, but for the people who need to know, like the universities, um, I don't think that, that we're planning on on selling uh, you know, uh, their stuff. It's, it's more to, to gain partnerships with them and gather insights uh, as a collective. Yeah, and help in that sense the community as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, our, that's our purpose part, yeah. you know. I think Frederick is the, the, the brain behind the idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how did he come up with it? Well, Frederick, has, his wife has a, has a pharmacy in, in Ghent. Um, and next to the pharmacy, there's a, a soup bar. And it was uh, quite a warm day, I think, four, four or five years ago, perhaps. And he looked at people and saw they were, were like burning uh, while they were sitting there, while they were eating their soup. And he thought, how is this possible? There's a huge po- poster here telling, buy sunscreen, you need to apply sunscreen. Um, and he thought, why don't, don't they do that? Or why don't people who are sitting there do that? Um, and then he started thinking, can't I yeah, invent something that's, that's smart? Because Frederick is also an engineer. So he's like very IoT, which is Internet of Things minded. Uh, and he thought about how can't I, can't I invent something that's, that's telling people when they need to apply sunscreen so that they don't burn. Uh, he started thinking about that, but then he came to himself and thought like, hmm, I need someone to sell this for me. So he came to, to Jacob. Uh, they started thinking a little bit further and they thought like, hmm, perhaps we need someone who's good with IT. Uh, then they came to me and we started yeah, brainstorming and writing some code, brainstorming a little bit further until we, we arrived with, with the smot spot. When you first heard of the idea for the both of you, uh, did you believe in the concept immediately? I, I did. Uh, I don't know about Jacob. Um, but I, I thought it was a really good idea to, yeah, to provide some sunscreen to the people without uh, micro packaging. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I did. I immediately believed in the purpose. I did not immediately believe in the economic um, economics behind it. But I do think that we, um, nowadays we have a, a good offer uh, in which um, all parties involved um, win. And, 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 uh, and it makes sense who's paying right now um for for what and how much um but you know uh i i immediately was involved or 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 believed in the id um and i figured that we'll we'll see how we'll make it economically uh interesting or or valuable um and i hope that we we succeeded in that part as well I was wondering, uh, and I, you already mentioned it before, but um, what was the role of Corona during this progress? Was there a role uh, for Corona? We, we worked on the disinfection poles, learned how to work with each other. We made a little bit of money. Uh, but most importantly, we had the time to, to prepare for this summer, um, which which... I'm very grateful that that we had. Um, I, I wish we had we still had five more years to prepare, um, but you know that it doesn't work like that in, in in business. You need to you always need to go a little more early than 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 you're completely ready uh, to go. But I'm very happy that we we had the year. Yeah, it was the first time. Uh, we've already said it before, we needed for the disinfection poles, we needed to work a lot late, late in the night. And then it was like the first time we thought like, damn, we work good together because 
even when we're tired and even when we have some problems, we still try to fix it, uh, work with respect to each other and yeah, just get things done. And that was like, hmm, maybe we, we need to move a little bit faster in the, in Sundu as well and start working for Sundu. Uh, for me, it was the first time I thought like, hmm, okay, this is, this is going somewhere. And we're we're a really good team. Mm -hmm. For so, the before and after show, that was our before and after moment. It also shows you have a you have a, a negative thing happening to you. Your clients tell you we won't be doing it this summer. You've been working on this really hard. It's it's excuse my French, but shitty at the moment. But you go back a little bit. And you come back next summer so much stronger, you know. Also, for for if if some some starting people are listening, I think they they'll recognize this um, uh, this situation. You know, it doesn't need to have a global pandemic to to have a client uh, say say no to a project or or rethink about a project. Uh, and sometimes that means you know you need to go a little harder on on the product and and uh, the the id uh, you can come back a lot stronger uh, so I, I do believe that's the 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 situation for us now we're going to be at uh, 75 devices instead of 25 to maybe 100 um uh, or or maybe even more you know we'll see thanks to this podcast we might have uh, <laughs> we might have 15 new orders um but uh it's it's you know sometimes that, life's funny like that life's funny like that yeah you cannot plan it and uh, it always brings you something yeah if you have the positive mindset i believe you do need to have to have a positive mindset i think when you're when you're trying to start a new a new company um there's way too many opportunities to give up. Uh, yep. There's but, there's one every week. There's an opportunity <laughs> to give up, but that just shouldn't be an option. I think. That's true. Uh, if you look at the competition, how is the competition? Is there a competition? Uh, After well, the podcast, maybe it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if somebody wants to make it. Just give us a call. Maybe we can work something out. Uh, you know, you can always become a reseller. Uh, let's let's talk. Don't don't be a stranger. Um, but uh, there there are um, other um, sunscreen dispensers. Um, I do wholeheartedly believe that uh, um, there are very few intelligent sunscreen dispensers. And uh, I completely believe that we are uh, the the best and uh, most developed intelligent sunscreen dispenser in the world. Uh, in Europe, you do not have other intelligent dispensers. You do have um, regular um, sunscreen dispensers, but they serve a different purpose uh, than ours device, I think. Uh, and then in Australia, you have uh, like one or two who are semi-intelligent um, but but by you know what i know uh, i wouldn't compare it to to uh, to what we're doing you know and and i don't think i'm i'm not saying this as the sales guy from sundu uh, i believe that if you would do a correct uh, analysis of the market uh, we would be product uh, leader as a not sales guy victor do you agree yeah i agree uh, i'm a computer engineer and it's perhaps uh, strange to say but i'm really impressed with what we did it's it's also important to believe in in your product you know if if you're um you're giving up this much time and energy to something you you don't want to do it to just be another you know another another guy in the market you you want to be the best and, and you want your clients to to never need to to get another guy uh because you you got them covered you know yeah absolutely um when we spoke to each other a few weeks ago um you just released uh, a post on social media uh which was a, a great success i guess um 
Can you tell us a bit more about that? We did the, the launch, the soft launch, actually, on the socials. Uh, it got picked up by um, some newspapers, by practically every radio, radio station uh, in Belgium. Uh, and then it, it went a little bit viral on, on LinkedIn. Uh, and through LinkedIn, it reached a lot of um, uh, experts in the Netherlands as well. Uh, people in, in um, cancer and skin cancer prevention, uh, dermatologists, you know, people who are involved in, in this kind of um, uh, ID. Well, we knew we were going to get in the paper. Uh, so I got up early. Uh, I think I was at the bureau at seven o'clock or something. And my my roommate called like, hey, you're, you're on the radio. Uh, and I was like, huh, what? <laughs> so I put up the radio. Yeah, listen to the radio. I heard uh, Jacob calling and explaining the spot spot. And I was like, eh, what's that? Then he arrived at the bureau. I was like, eh, what's happening? He was like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. They've been calling me all morning. Uh, yeah, My I voice was still yeah. very raspy. And <laughs> the first call, they called at seven and seven and 10 or something. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a, that was a good day. It was a, it was a lot of fun. And you didn't even expect it. You never expect it to be like, you know, you, you, you have to be crazy to expect it because in this PR world, um, it might have been a day with, with something happening. Um, there might have been some news about Corona. There might have been a delay at vaccinations. There might have been um, something happening on the other side of the world that was more pertinent. Um, a lot of things are more pertinent than, than what we are doing. Uh, you, you just got to be lucky. And we got lucky that day. I, I remember the, the, the day after we, we got in the press, there was so much commotion about the government um, releasing new new measures for COVID. Uh, we wouldn't even, uh, we wouldn't even had the, the original article released if it, if it would have been on this day. So, you know, that's, that's, we just got lucky. The wave started going and we just surfed it. Uh, and you try to to put the wave in motion, but to be honest, more than fifty percent of the work you, you you don't have it under control. Uh, it's it's the you know it's it's a it's a special world, the world of PR. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, well, I believe so, and um, and that relates to the question I started with as well. The statement: uh, Do you believe you can grow your business by only using social media and your marketing strategy? Uh, I think um, uh, you already answered that question um, by saying, "Yeah, PR. You don't control PR, right? You don't control it. You can you can feed and you can try to nudge people also via social media, but the only uh, to use it as an only channel." But I, um, I, uh, your your question um, is a very valid question. And I do think that a digital strategy is really important in marketing. Um, probably or quite probably the most important at this point. Um, and for some companies, it would be possible to only use digital. Um, but in everything, doubling down on only one thing, it's a dangerous strategy. If you... You can. You need to have a, a little bit of, a uh, little bit of, of a couple channels, and and you'll see where your product or your ID thrives the most. Uh, you know, just talk to your clients, ask them how they got to you, how they got to know you. Uh, ask everybody that talks to you about the thing where did you see or hear from from this project. Um, but socials, socials only would not be uh, enough for us, I think. Um, and also, you know, we're we're an out of home marketing device for social uh, for for brands in sunscreen. So that shows that we believe in in a very classic way of marketing uh, out of home. You know, uh, billboards are are uh, something similar to what we are doing, only with the the added value of, of sampling. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a 
nice way to look at it as well. Absolutely, because uh, with the sampling, yeah, you, you can give something to the brands as well. A big opportunity and mm -hmm. a lot of exposure. That's true. And what's important here, when we're looking at this side of the business, we're looking at, for instance, Tomorrowland uh, or, or Lowlands and, and the Netherlands. Play, uh, festivals like this. We put these devices. People use their, their tags, their, their um, uh, festival um, uh, bracelets to, to scan the device to get sunscreen. That way we know Bram got sunscreen on Lowlands on this day. We can, you know, we can tell this to, to the company uh, that we're, we're working with um, and we can put this in the marketing funnel, which is really interesting for them. You got free sunscreen. They um, hope that you liked their sunscreen and maybe you did and you end up buying it in the future. It's good for Lowlands. It's good for the visitor. It's good for the brand um, and it's good for us. The, everybody wins. There's no microplastic. There's no single-use uh, plastics. Um, and everybody, you know, at this point where you're sampling, you have no idea who uses it, where they use it, when they use it, and if they even use it. We, we solve those problems uh, with, with the spot spot. I was wondering what kind of platforms do you use, but this is one of the, this will be one of the biggest platforms, right? Events. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's hope so. You know, we're, we're, as well professionally as personally. Um, I believe I speak for Victor and myself and Frederick when I say that they would like to reattend um, some festivals, uh, some bars. Um, you know, we're, I, I believe we're in the home stretch uh, of COVID. Uh, so let's, uh, let's keep up the good work and uh, we can enjoy our summer. Absolutely. So what, 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 uh, what will the future look uh, like for, for you, for Sundo? For this year, we aim at yeah, 75, 100 uh, small spots uh, around whole Belgium, perhaps some in, in the Netherlands. Um, yeah, some, okay, a lot of cities, then some events, uh, hopefully, if COVID is a little bit more more beaten, uh, and then for the next years, yeah, dream big. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I 100% agree. Uh, this is this is for us a, a very it's a big test, uh, but if you can find a market. I find people willing to pay during a global pandemic pandemic in a country with not so much sun, uh, then I do believe that we can grow this um, on a European scale. Uh, and after, after we've conquered Europe um, and also during, I do think we need to uh, start looking at, at um, the Middle East, at, at um, Asia, at um, America, uh, Australia, um, globally. Uh, but I do say the Middle East, Asia and, and, and Africa as well, um, very prominently, because we don't want to be another Western company that, that thinks the world starts and ends uh, in the West. Everybody needs to wear sunscreen. Um, you know, Bob Marley died uh, of skin cancer and he wasn't exactly a ginger like we are. Um, so we, we want to we wanna be everywhere. We want to, uh, you know, change the world <laughs> one, one spot spot at a time. So if I ask you the question again, in five years, will you, will you still own Sundo? Globally. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great dream, great ambition. And I truly believe in this, uh, this concept. So. Yeah, it helps so many people uh, and uh, it fights uh, skin cancer as well. So uh, let's hope uh, this will, uh, this dream uh, will come true and, uh, and that you uh, can grow and take over the world with Sendo. <laughs> Should be great. We're doing that. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much. Uh, it was really an inspiring session. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I hope the listeners enjoyed it as well. My last question for you is, um, do you have other inspiring people in, in your mind who can join this podcast as well? Um, yeah, I think that uh, you, uh, Jonas uh, Malise from Too Good To Go uh, would be very interesting. He's a, he's a, a Belgian guy who started Too Good To Go in Belgium. So the, the company already start, um, existed, but he did uh, development in Belgium and he's doing it right now in, uh, in the States. Uh, these guys are growing at a rapid speed uh, and they are um, also very purpose-driven. Uh, fighting food waste, uh, I believe he he has uh, um, a lot more interesting say, things to say than that we do even, um, and uh, and he would be a fit for for the program as well. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks also for the listeners. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If so. Please follow the before and after show because we will have plenty of more guests. Maybe Jonas will be the next one, uh, but we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I hope to speak to each other. Uh, well, I hope to speak to you, Victor and uh, Jacob uh, in the future. Um, uh, and if not, I will have a close eye on you uh, because I'm really interested in this, uh, in, uh, in your company and this project. Uh, for the listeners, I will add some extra information in the show notes. And uh, please tune in for the next time. Thanks a lot.